You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you are challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas continues his series on the Sermon on the Mount. Now looking at Mammon. For more on this episode, follow the link in the show notes to Douglas's website. Now here's today's teaching. The Sermon on the Mount 29, Mammon. Jesus said, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold fast to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Matthew 6.24. Let's pray. Lord, as we continue our study of what Jesus said about wealth and possessions and their power in the Sermon on the Mount, we pray that you'll open our eyes, help us to have single, healthy eyes that we can be full of light, that we can not only be full of the light ourselves, but light the way for others and truly enjoy uh, walking in the light. Lord, we thank you for Jesus's words, for the power. We pray that they will penetrate and will make a difference today as we recall them, as they shape our behavior and our responses uh, to various situations. Uh, so that we may react in godly ways and not to uh, be like those of the world. Thank you for showing us in the Sermon on the Mount that who we are, the kind of people we are, is always more important than just things we do. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to spend time in your word. Amen. Well, mammon, not a word you hear a lot on the street. It's the Syriac word for riches. It's Aramaic, uh, and it is what the word says in the, the New Testament, even if your translation may not say that. That is what it says. Jesus talks about loving and hate. Either you'll hate one master and love the other, or, or the other way around. You can't serve two masters. I think this sheds light on what Jesus meant, even when he talks about um, hating your own life or hating your father, you know, in Luke uh, 14, 25. The parallel passage to Matthew 6, 24, today's verse, is Luke 16, 13. And that does shed light on how to interpret that difficult Luke 14 passage. But love-hate is simply talking about priorities. Now, mammon is not just a master. It's not just something that masters us. It's a god. You know, Paul said in Ephesians 5, For you know this, that no fornicator nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. There's that connection there between materialism, a greed, uh, or being covetous, which is basically the same thing, um, and, and idolatry, serving another God. It's not just that we're serving something instead of God, Mammon really is a god, effectively speaking. So it's not surprising that the Lord speaks of mammon or wealth like a god. There's a very colorful uh, satirist. Uh, His name is Juvenal. Um, Just a little little bit after the time of Jesus, uh, he's famous for his satires. And he says, commenting on Roman society, no deity is held in such reverence among us as wealth. (laughs) I think that's right. So this verse 
our, it's just a single verse today. That, that's Jesus's third angle of approach to the important topic of wealth, which dominates Matthew 6, starting in verse 19. And so maybe it will be helpful if we just read this continuously right now. Just listen. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, where thieves break it and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is a lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And then, uh, getting slightly into tomorrow's lesson, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. And Jesus continues for ten more verses. And he ends up saying simply, don't worry about these uh, necessities of life, just seek the kingdom first. And we can see in this way that this is, um, this is not just a series of disconnected sayings. All of these things are about our attitude towards uh, life, towards possessions, towards survival, towards getting by. You could call it economics if you want. And Jesus is, by uh, multiple approaches and images, illustrations, trying to catch our hearts, capture our hearts, uh, so that we... Uh, we do not go the way of the world. Does that make sense? So we've got mammon and God, and you can't serve both. That's not to say you can't have a career or make money, um, but the more money you have, the more time you spend in your career, the more, really, uh, we need to watch out. Well, I thought it might be good to close uh, this section uh, with uh, the words of a fellow I quoted last time. Uh, Donald Hagner. And so I'll read slowly and let these words sink in too. Uh, these are his thoughts about Matthew 6. Actually, it's really helpful for me to be able to uh, check what biblical scholars think, sometimes even to contact them and make sure I'm understanding them uh, because like you, I need help interpreting the scriptures too. Okay. There is no absolute requirement here for poverty, but the individual disciple must be sensitive to that point at which wealth and possessions are not compatible with authentic discipleship. Jesus asks for uncompromising commitment to God's will and purposes. This is what it means to store up treasures in heaven. The person who stores up treasures on earth is not rich toward God, Luke 12, 21, and he is in the end a fool. The person who is distracted from unqualified discipleship because of a covetous eye exists in a deep darkness and is to be pitied. The nature of discipleship is such that it allows no such divided loyalties. If one chooses to follow Jesus, the commitment and service entailed are absolute. It is impossible to be a partially committed or part-time disciple. It is impossible to serve two masters, whether one of them be wealth or anything else, when the other master is meant to be God. This view of the rigorously single-minded nature of discipleship 
is in keeping with the view of discipleship elsewhere in the gospel. That is the gospel of Matthew. Thanks for listening. We'll continue in our next talk as we complete uh, Matthew 6. And that talk is called Anxiety. God be with you today. We hope you enjoyed Douglas's series on the Sermon on the Mount. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas's website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas's teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.